so worthy of our praise. Man, tonight, God is in this place. You just invited him in. He's on us. He's in our hearts. He's in this place. He's occupying. He's occupying this place. Father, thank you. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for for bringing this moment into our lives, God. We just rest in your presence right now. You are so worthy of our praise. You are so worthy of our praise. And we just thank you for this opportunity to be here, to praise you. Thank you for your presence. Jesus, we just just pray that you would work in people's lives tonight, that you would work in my life tonight, and that you would use me as a conduit for your word. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name, amen. If you'll stay standing with me, I'm going to read you a passage. And this comes from Galatians, Galatians 5. You, my brothers, were called to be free. Did you know that? You were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. The entire law is summed up in a single command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. You have called us to love. You have called us to humbly love one another. And tonight, I just, I pray that we all leave here with that understanding that that you want us to love. You want us to serve. You want us to give. And you want us to be generous. Just like you. Just like you. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You all can be seated in this wonderful presence of God. Well, good evening. It is great to see you all again. Uh, My name is Rob. For those of you who don't know, uh, I'm just that Rob guy. I don't have a fancy title or anything. I'm just Rob. Just Rob. But I am very thankful to be here with you tonight. I love getting an opportunity to share with you. It's always really good for me. It, I, I, hope, I hope you guys know that. It, what, what I do up here on the stage, what Pastor Landon does up here, is we just overflow. Okay, God fills us up and we overflow with some things. And hopefully that works on your heart tonight. I am just thankful to be here. Just thankful to be here. Um, two weeks ago, I had an opportunity to, to stand up here. I don't. Some of you may have heard me. Some of you may have not. But I got an opportunity to speak about freedom. And man, freedom is good. And I, I read Galatians 5.1, and it says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. And we talked about freedom. And we talked about how incredible the freedom is and, and that he's not given us freedom so that we could be in debt to him. 
or that we could uh, do good deeds for him. That's not why he gave us freedom. He gave us freedom for free. And it, it was powerful to me, okay? And during that, uh, um, during that word, I, I said something like, wow, man, I, this is so deep. I could, I could preach a whole series on this, right? You know, I, <laughs> I, and then on Thursday, I got an invite to preach again. I was like, all right, they must have heard me. <laughs> and so I started, like, getting it ready. And then a couple days ago, they told me they wanted me to, to preach on practicing generosity. <laughs> right? But let me tell you, something really awesome happened. And I got to share it with you. Because as I was studying about generosity and giving, and did you guys know that there, there is a lot in the Bible about generosity and giving? Oh, my word. I was surprised. And then I realized, why would I be surprised? Our God is a generous God. Our God gave his only son to us and died on the cross for us. God is a giver. He also said he has made us in his image. And so if we're in his image, then we should be givers too. We should be generous. And, and it, it kind of got to me. I said, you know, that's probably why there's so many people that may not call themselves Christians but are still generous and givers. They're reflecting their father. They're reflecting God, and they don't even know it. How much more should we as Christians and believers be generous and be givers? So I started to, started to think about this quite a bit, and I was studying a lot about generosity, and I got a little worried, to be completely honest with you, because I had just preached this word about uh, how you know, freedom is free, and, and we don't have to be giving gifts back to God to, you know, earn this freedom, and now they want me to talk about giving. Okay. All right. Well, I need to be real careful here that I don't step on God's toes because he spoke that word. It wasn't me. And so from what I'm going to say tonight, I'm, I'm not stepping on that word. Okay. God calls us to be generous. God calls us to be givers. And in this church, we have a culture, a culture of generosity. You, you saw it in the announcements, right? We're going out. We're bridging gaps. We're, we're working in our community. And what's awesome and, and what, what happened is I started reading more into Galatians 5. You remember that Galatians 5 one that I was talking about a couple weeks ago and I realized freedom and generosity are so integrally tied so integrally tied that it's in the same chapter that I said I was going to preach on so it's the same thing I got excited because God was speaking to me God was speaking to me in that chapter and he continued to speak to me so no this wasn't something new this wasn't like I had to change my my whole message come yes a couple days ago it was this is this is God speaking and I just have to listen and and I got to figure out what God wants me to say man God is so good and it, and it was really powerful uh, because when we talk about generosity you, you may not have heard anything that I just read that talked about 
giving. But when we talk about generosity, we're not just talking about financial giving, okay? Take a deep breath. All right, all of you who walked in here and said, oh, generosity, he's going to talk about money again. <laughs> That's that guy that gets up there every week, <laughs> tells us to open our wallet and be happy about it, right? That's the guy, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But no, it's not just about finances. It's, just, it's not just about giving out of your wallet. It's about so much more than that. And when we read in, in chapter 5, let, let me take you through my, my, my revelation here and why I got so excited. Because in 5.1, it tells us freedom is free. God has given us freedom. And then when we get to chapter 13, it says, humbly serve in love. Humbly serve in love. Serve. Generosity. And then it gets better because in, in verse 16, remember it says we've got to walk with the Spirit to remain in freedom. And so we're walking with the Spirit. And when we walk with the Spirit... It gets better, Josh. Verse 22, the fruit of the Spirit. When we walk with the Spirit, we produce fruit. And that fruit's not for us. That fruit is for other people. We have to give it away. We have to be generous with our fruit. And so I started reading through this. I was like, this is generosity right here. This is what we have to do. God has given us freedom. He's given us freedom by sending his son to die on the cross for us. And, and to remain in that freedom, we have to walk with the Spirit. And when we walk with the Spirit, it produces fruit. And that fruit's not for us. That fruit's for other people. we got to give it away. we got to be generous. And so I said, oh, man, this is good. God, thank you. Thank you for simple revelation. Okay, I, I'm a simple guy. I need, I need simple revelation. And he gave it to me. And it was awesome. And I started thinking about fruit, a lot about fruit. Okay, and I, I grew up down in Mesa, surrounded by orchards, you know, and and every year that time of year would come around, and and they would pick all the stuff, and you'd always get like bags of it from your friends, like here's some oranges, here, all right, we haven't finished the last bag yet, but you know, and it, you could never really get through it, you could never you could never go through all the fruit, and we even had like this tree in our backyard, it was called a tangelo tree. I don't know if any of you have ever heard of it. It's some mix of, like, some weird, I don't know what it is. Okay, they look like oranges to me. But we always had a ton of tangelos, and we'd give them away as much as we could. Me and my brother would fight with them because we didn't. That's what you do in Phoenix because you don't have snow. You have tangelo fights, all right? But you could never use all of the oranges or the grapefruit. I mean, I loved grapefruit. You slice them in half, put a little sugar on it, get that little serrated spoon out. and Some of you know what I'm talking about, all right? Some of you from Idaho probably don't, all right? You're like, I, I don't eat potatoes like that. I don't know what he's talking about, but it's good. But some of them would always go bad. And, and you know what? It, start, it got me thinking. What about that fruit that we don't use? What about that fruit that we don't give away? Just like on my tree where it fell to the ground and it rotted. What is it doing inside us when we don't give it away? 
when we're not generous with our fruit. And, and what I also realized is that when fruit goes bad, it smells bad. It's not good, all right? It gets gross. And you usually don't just throw away that piece of fruit, do you? You're like, whole bag, all right. <laughs> Last night, <laughs> we had, uh, what are those little things called? The cuties or whatever. Yeah, we had a bag of those on the, on the counter and picked it up. And the one on the bottom was bad. And it, 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 was, it was gross. And I saw what was left on the counter. And I was like, Joy, what is that? And she says, you don't want to know. But that whole bag went away. It wasn't just the one, right? And so it got me thinking. I couldn't believe that that happened last night. It's crazy. I was like, that's a great illustration. <laughs> but it, we throw the whole bag away. And so what happens with that fruit that's inside us that we don't give away, that, that goes to waste inside us? Because if we have the spirit inside us, and we're not giving that fruit away, it's rotting. And you know the fruit I'm talking about. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Had to practice that quite a bit, by the way. But those are the, those are the things. What happens when we don't give those away? Have you, have you ever met, not in this church, I know, but have you ever met a Christian who maybe wasn't that joyful or maybe wasn't that kind or maybe didn't have that much patience and you're like, what? This person, I, it's kind of rotten. Like, I, I don't particularly want to be around that person. They call themselves a Christian, but there is no fruit. And, and earlier in the New Testament, Jesus talks about not having fruit. And usually it ends up with the branch being cut off or the branch withering and being thrown on a burn pile. I, I don't want to be that branch. I don't think you guys want to be that branch. We need to be producing fruit. But that fruit's not for us. That fruit's to be generously given away. And... Here at Bridge Church, we have a, a culture of generosity. We practice generosity. And once again, that's not just, it's not just finances. We actually have five pillars of generosity that we stand on. And so I want to talk to you about those tonight. And the, what's so cool is those five pillars of generosity are just beautifully entwined with the fruit of the Spirit just perfectly entwined. And so God led me down this road, and I just want to share it with you if you'll let me do that tonight. Uh, but the first pillar of generosity is we need to be generous with our time. We need to be generous with our time. And the fruits of the Spirit talk about patience. Now, I know everybody has plenty of time on their hands, right? You're, you're not busy at all, right? But there's a few times where I've lost my patience um, on the way here today, right? <laughs> he just kept driving in the left area in the middle lane. You just don't drive in the middle lane, right? 
But it, it actually happened to me earlier today, and I thought about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I was driving home for lunch, and I didn't have much time. I didn't have a whole lot of time, so I get stuck behind this really slow person, and I lose my patience, and I pull off, and I take another route just to, like, save me two seconds or whatever it was going to do. And I realized, man, I need to be practicing patience. Have you ever said, well, I want to volunteer. I want to do that, but I just, I don't have the time. I just don't have the time. I don't, I don't have much time on my hands. I got a full-time job. I've got kids. I've got a wife. I've got, got a husband. Husbands take more time, by the way. And <laughs> I just don't have time. We need to be working on patience. We need to practice patience so that, that we have the ability to produce more time in our lives. And, and I'm not saying we're producing time. I'm saying God will. Our God will give us the time we need. You just have to step out and say, okay, I'm willing to volunteer. I'm willing to do that, but God, I, I need time. I need time to be able to do that. Okay, God, I'm, I'm, I'm going to step out in faith. And maybe it's, well, I've, my plate's full. I need a bigger plate. I'm not taking anything off my plate. I'm adding something to my plate. I need a bigger plate, God. Just, just ask God for that patience. We practice generosity, and we practice it through being generous with our time in this church. The next pillar is we need to be generous with our talents and our abilities. Our talents and our abilities. And I started looking at that, and I said, well, how does this intertwine with, with the fruits of the Spirit? And I looked at peace. And, you know, peace is given to us by the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is inside of us, we have peace. And that peace, what that means is that we're not afraid. We're not afraid of, you know, our finances. We're not afraid of, of what's going to happen in our future. We're not afraid for our kids and what's going to happen. We have peace, like true peace. And, and Jesus was a great example of this. I mean, seriously, he was in a boat that was getting rocked around by waves, you know, probably getting sprayed with water. And he was sleeping. Like, some people say, well, maybe he was just closing his eyes and, like, waiting for the you know, disciples to come talk to him. But no, like, it's in the Bible, and I believe what the Bible says. And so he was sleeping, sleeping, like, out, right? And his disciples came and woke him up, and they said, What's going on? We need you. And Jesus said, don't you have faith? Don't you have faith? Why are you so afraid? Why are you so afraid? And sometimes I think with our, time, or with our talents and our abilities, we, we step back and we say, well, I, I'm, I'm not good enough to do that. I, I can't speak. I, I don't want to get up in front of people. Uh, that, that's like one of my biggest fears. I, I don't want to sing. Have you seen Josh? He's good. <laughs> I am not going up against that. You know, sometimes with our, our talents and our abilities, fear really holds us back. And so you may be thinking right now, well, I, I really got like to get involved in that, but 
kind of worried. Kind of a, I'm kind of afraid. I'd really like to do that, but I have fear. And, and Jesus is saying, don't you have faith? What are you afraid of? Peace. That peace comes through us, through the Holy Spirit. That is a fruit of the Spirit, to have that peace. And so we just have to say, God, I'm, I'm going to make that step. I'm, I'm going to step forward, and I'm, I'm going to accept your peace, and I'm not going to be fearful. The third pillar that we have in this church is we are generous with our heart and our words. Our heart and our words. And the fruit of the Spirit talks about love and joy. And so what is love if it's not given away? I mean, Pastor Landon says this enough that we've burned it into our minds, but unspoken love is not love at all, right? Unspoken love is not love at all. And I, I really, you know, I, I want to talk to all the men in this room tonight who have a hard time expressing our feelings sometimes. That unspoken love is not love at all. We, we need to be generous with our heart. We need to be generous with our words. And joy, you know, biblical joy is choosing happiness when maybe the circumstances around us are not that great. To be happy even when the circumstances around us are not that great. That is true biblical joy, and that is a fruit of the Spirit. That is something we can have as long as we just tell them. That's, as long as we just talk to God and say, God, I need that. I need that joy. And wake up in the morning and say, I have two choices. I can choose to be happy or unhappy. And you choose joy. Choose joy. I mean, I choose joy every morning. She's my wife. But you choose biblical joy. You choose to be happy no matter what the circumstances are. No matter what's going on in your life, you choose joy. And, and that is what we can be generous with. Have you ever heard of, that a smile is contagious? It's, it's, see, you're smiling. Yeah. It's contagious. You know, it, they say if somebody's not smiling, lend them yours. That means you have to be smiling. Smiles are contagious. Joy is contagious. People around you are going to wonder. They're going to say, well, why is he so happy? <laughs> he doesn't really have anything to be happy about. Maybe I should ask him about that. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I have to be happy about. I'll tell you that the Spirit has done a work in my life. And yeah, the circumstances around me don't, don't make me happy, but I choose joy. I choose to be happy. I choose to be happy. And you give that away. Be generous with your words. Be generous with, with your heart. Share your heart with people. Share your words with people. The fourth pillar is we need to be generous with our resources. Now, resources are, are things like that you own. You know, your snowblower. By the way, if anybody wants to loan me theirs, I, <laughs> just kidding. 
or your car or your house or whatever God has given you. And some of you say, well, God hasn't given me much yet. I don't have much, but you do have something. And you can be generous with your resources. I mean, this church is such a great example of it, too. Um, kindness. I, I see so much kindness in this church and people that care for each other. And, and kindness is a fruit of the Spirit. Are you being kind with your resources? Are, are, are you inviting people into your house? Are, are you giving what you can give? Are, are you saying, hey, I, I've got the snowblower, you know, I'll come over to your driveway and, and do that for you. I'm not saying for you to do that. We, we like having a good workout every once in a while, <laughs> shoveling. But it, it's just one of those things, you know, what do you have that you can give? What do you have that you can be generous with? Because God, God calls us to be kind. He calls us to be kind. And that is a fruit of the Spirit. The, the fifth pillar of generosity here at our church is we're called to be generous with our finances. Oh, yeah, he, he, he did it. He talked about it. Yeah, I told you he was going to. Be generous with our finances. Of course. Of course, that's, that's part of it. The fruit of the Spirit talks about multiple things. Goodness. Goodness is something that you give, okay? It's, it's giving of resources. It's, it's giving of, of your talents. It's giving of your money. Giving good things. God gives us good things. Remember that second song? Oh, man. Goodness of God. Our God is so good. We sing about his goodness. And you know what else we sing about? His faithfulness. And that's what we should be reflecting in our God or in, in our lives of our God. And so we're, we have goodness as a fruit of the Spirit. And then we've got things like self-control. Josh talked about how much he loves buying stuff. I'm with you. <laughs> I almost bought a car today, and I realized that would be a really bad idea when I'm talking about self-control with your finances. Maybe... That was God telling me not to, okay? So I didn't, all right? But we need to have self-control with our finances so that we can have the ability to be generous. We, it, uh, the ability to be generous, okay? There, there are so many times in our life where we're, we're tempted to, to do things that may prevent us from being able to share our fruit. And we need, to, we need to figure that out. The other fruit of the Spirit that it talks about is faithfulness. Josh, would you mind joining me? Faithfulness is it's a trait that includes dependability and trust. And we have to have trust to be able to be generous with our finances. I, I don't know about you, but sometimes when we give, it's hard. Because maybe 
it, it's not the right time. You know, I, I've just got so much on my plate. I've got so much to take care of. I, I, I've got to take care of my mortgage. I've, I've got to do that, right? Well, yeah, you got to do that. But God calls us to trust him. It's a fruit of the spirit. We have to trust our, our God. Uh, when we don't have enough money, when we don't have enough of everything that we need, we have to trust. God can't bless what you don't surrender. And to surrender, we have to trust. You have to trust to surrender. And God cannot bless what you don't surrender to him. What are you not surrendering to God? What are you not surrendering to God right now? Did you know there's a difference between having money and being blessed? There's a lot of people that got money. And they're not all Christians. I, I don't know if you know that. Um, they're not. But there's a difference between having money and being blessed. We give to God because we want him to bless us. We want God to bless us, which means we want God's favor on our lives. I, 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 feel, I feel like God has really showed me a lot about this in my life. There's been times where I know God's favor wasn't on me. I, I, I'm just going to. I'm just going to put it out there. There were times where I made a lot more money and I went bankrupt. Why was that? Because God's favor wasn't on my life. God was trying to show me some things. God was trying to put me in a place where I would learn something so that I could be here tonight talking about it. God's favor wasn't on my life, but now people come to me sometimes and they say, Rob, why, how are you doing so good? And I say, well, it's not because I took a 50% pay cut to be a teacher. I'll tell you that, okay? <laughs> it's not. And I tell them, you know, here's my secret. Get a little closer. Here's my secret. Everything I make, I just give away 10%. And I can't shake God's favor off me. It just, it won't go away. It opens doors. God's favor opens doors. And when one door closes for me, another door opens. Because God's favor can be on you. We give because we want to be blessed by God. We want to be blessed by our Father. And we want his favor on our lives. And he continues. And he continues. And he's so awesome. Man, God is so good. When, when I didn't get my job this summer because of COVID, the job I've had for eight summers before it, God opened doors. And I just started getting phone calls and like, well, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Yeah. And now I've got a business where I don't even need that summer job anymore. God opens doors. And you may be thinking right now, well, that's great for you, Rob, but God hasn't opened the door yet for me. You know, I'm, I, I, I lost my job. I'm, I'm not in a place where I need to be right now. I need God to show his favor. 
and I encourage you, just keep praying. Just keep asking. Just keep being generous. Being generous to everybody around you. And, and don't forget the fruit. You, you gotta be generous with your fruit. Love. Joy. Peace. Patience. Kindness. Goodness. Faithfulness. Gentleness. Self-control. We need to be generous with our fruit. We heard it on Sunday. The kingdom of God moves at the pace of the generous believer. The kingdom of God moves at the pace of the generous believer. The kingdom of God is moving. Let's, let's help it move by being generous, by practicing generosity. We have a culture of generosity here at this church. And I just, I pray that you guys jump in. Be part of it. Be part of it. Come, come volunteer. Come join us. Just, just do what you can. But be generous with your time. I want you to think about a question tonight. And I'm going to leave you with this. Do we struggle with being generous because we don't think we're going to have enough? Do we struggle with being generous because we don't think we're going to have enough? I, I want to remind you that our God's nature is a generous God. He's a giver. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He gave, and he gave, and he gave. We cannot outgive God. We cannot outgive God. So when we think, well, God, I'm just not going to have enough. I'm not going to have enough uh, left in my finances. I'm not going to have enough uh, energy when I give my talents and my abilities. I just, I don't have enough resources. I'm not going to have enough left. You can't outgive God. You can't outgive God. We need to surrender. We need to say, God, I, I don't think I'm going to have enough. That, that's my flesh talking. I don't think I'm going to have enough, but I'm going to surrender it to you. I'm not going to hold on to it because, God, I, I know that you're going to bless what I surrender to you. And so tonight, what fruit are you holding inside? What, what fruit is inside you that might be beginning to spoil? And it might be just starting to ruin the container. What fruit do you have to give? What fruit do you have to be generous with? Where are you going to go from here? Are these words just going to fall flat? Are, are we just going to leave here today the same people that we walked in? Or are we going to do what we can to, to change our lives? We know that the Holy Spirit produces fruit. What can we do to be generous with it? To give it away to the person around you, to your spouse, to your kids, 
to the person sitting next to you, to the stranger on the street. It doesn't matter. Jesus gave food all the time. Usually to people he didn't even know. Usually to people that nobody would have thought twice about. That nobody cared about. And Jesus overflowed with fruit, with love and joy and peace and patience and kindness. And so tonight, I just want to leave you with that. And we're, we're going we're gonna to pray. And as we're praying, I, I just ask that you would ask God, what fruit can I give? What fruit do I have that's spoiling inside me? And so if you'll join with me in prayer, Father, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity tonight to, to share revelation that came through me. Father, you have been so good to us and, and you have given us fruit. You've given us fruit and it's not for us, it's for the people around us. And so tonight, I just, I pray that you would reveal in us what we can give away, what we're holding back that we need to be generous with and practice generosity. God, you are so good. You are so good. Thank you for everything you've done in our lives. Thank you for everything you're doing in this church. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, if you'll stand with me, we are going to dismiss here. We're going to read this bridge declaration. And I, I just pray that you would all have an incredible rest of your week. Let's read this. I am a bridge builder. This is my season of faith. I am blessed to live my best. I will choose to love him first. I will worship fully, love deeply, and my community will thrive because I am praying for it. I am a carrier of peace. I will represent God's gentleness to myself and others. I will live out his gospel. I am blessed to live my best because I am a bridge builder. Have an amazing week. God bless you, Bridge. We're so glad you joined us today. If you made a spiritual decision, whether that was dedicating your life to Christ or rededicating your life to Christ, send us an email at info at and let us know you made that spiritual decision. Also, if you're joining our Bridge Church family online for the first time, we have a very special gift for you. Send us an email at info at to share some information on where we can send you that gift. We're so glad you joined us today, and we can't wait to see you soon. Be sure to stay connected, because we're so much better. Together. Together.